Welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. Woohoo! All right, guys. I am starting off this episode today live. Um, as you guys know, we have a third person in this particular, well, this podcast by the name of Selena Martins. She is our creative director, a.k.a. Um, the person who does the edit and the video. We should probably uh, give Selena a shout out here. Give her a hand of a round of applause. There you go. What's up, everybody? Exactly. I didn't even realize I wasn't even plugged in, of course. <laughs> this is what happens when you do a live episode. Uh, welcome, Lisa. Yes, welcome, guys. Joshua. Welcome, Joshua, Mama B. <laughs> Selena is the third person in the background. I freaked out. She's also known as my daughter. She was born to do this and basically does all the editing of our video. So without Selena, we would not be where we are today. And hello, Mama Bean. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Little Nugget. There's a few things about Little Nugget in this episode. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So, um, today, uh, basically, we are going to be doing a live video of just talking about just the two of us and getting to know us a little bit more. This episode will be available in a couple of days on the exclusive side of Podbean if you have missed it. So, don't worry if you can't get here. It's all good. Alrighty. <clears throat> Which means, uh, guys, you're going to be able to hear all our screw-ups, and we apologize now. It also shows you guys all the parts you miss out on and how much work goes into the episodes as basically making it perfect as possible. Last time we asked each other five questions. This time we searched and searched and searched for questions from all of you guys and random questions that people have asked us over the last couple of months. So I'm excited to start answering some of these questions and also give you guys an insider's view of our lives. I am definitely ready for this. All right. Hello, Ashley. (laughs) Okay. So the first question was, I heard you guys had some bad luck when it came to your wedding. What happened, and how has that affected you now? Well, there was definitely at least 300 things that happened around our wedding day that was pretty bizarre. So let's get into it. Uh, first thing, you know, we all got married on 2020 of Halloween. Yes, we did. Woohoo! Well, <laughs> that's better. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Wrong emo for sure. Best date, in my, Best date opinion, in my opinion for sure. Uh, glad it worked out, uh, glad it worked out that way though. But with that said, 2020 was definitely a horrible year for anybody getting married or having a wedding. Uh, to say the least, we had to cancel our wedding at least two times. We did have a tentative date, and then we decided to settle on October 31st. A month before our wedding, the lockdown started to change again, and then we had to cut off pretty much our entire guest list. We weren't allowed to have any more than 10 people there, so we decided to go to the wedding hall and get our deposit back. 
and then we just got married in a park that we loved and we had a few of our closest friends come and that was about it. Yes, that was the biggest issue for sure. But we also had so many like little things happen as well. Um, yes, Emmett was there, <laughs> a little nugget. Um, uh, first of all, I had to buy two wedding bands for Landon because uh, we couldn't go to stores, right? So we had to rely solely on the online stuff. Um, I bought him what two wedding bands. The first one did not work. It was so cool, though. It had literal dinosaur bones in it. Um, we bought a shirt for him that didn't also work. We ended up giving that to Emmett, too. Um, I smashed my finger the day of the wedding right before I was getting my nails done. So I couldn't even get my nails done. I was devastated. At that point, I had like a breakdown. Well, it wasn't the day of the wedding. It was the day before. Day before, right. I got sick a few hours after. Um, basically, we were having a little dance party with the, the groom. The groom, oh, my goodness. The maid of honor and the best man. And basically, we didn't end up doing a lot of dancing because I wasn't feeling so well. And uh, we both love dancing. I also got pulled over when I was going to get you medication. That was pretty crazy. But I was definitely happy that I got to marry you either way. Oh, yeah, I agree. It felt right, and we married each other finally. Felt like forever. Now married almost two years. Isn't that wild? Uh, even though we had all these little things happen, the marriage part has been fantastic. Can't wait to have more adventures with you. Give us a day in the life of Liz and Landon. Oh, my goodness. You guys ready for this? <clears throat> All of you guys ask me often on why the hell I'm so busy. Well, I'm going to break it down for you. Basically, I do plan to make a video view for you guys to see. I promise I'll do it. But um, I've, I've got to get the right pieces going. However, basically a normal Liz and Landon day, I wake up and I start off my day by preparing my readings. I usually start by going through the calendar to check the list of people who's booked, which is very important because I need to see how many mediumship appointments I have and make sure that everyone has confirmed. I set this rule up because I have way too many no-shows and I hate wasting my time. If I need any information from people, I also email them back. Now, this can take five minutes or it can take up to a half an hour, depending on what's going on. I also have to check the website uh, to make sure that no one has any, you know, major issues outstanding. If nothing's too crazy, I leave it for Landon and he handles that part for the rest of the day. I start my readings and mostly our video. I have had anywhere from the best readings possible to the most uncomfortable readings possible. Most are great, though. I do have people not show up at times. When that happens, I usually email them letting them know, like, hey, I'm here. Sometimes I get very angry responses because they're just on different time zones. Those are hard to deal with. Now, in between my calls, which usually works out to be about a half an hour, I'm usually editing TikTok videos or checking on comment sections on my videos or even answering about 10 to 15 people a day, basically telling them about how I don't send messages to people, that there are all these fakes around. I don't know how many times I've had to tell people that I do not have time to message people about donations for readings, as I have a professional website for that. I briefly, I barely have time for a social life, honestly. I know people really are vulnerable in these situations, but the more people that stop believing the fakes, the more they'll go away. I know people are just trying to help with reporting the fake, the fake accounts to me and sending me all the info, but all of this happens and it just makes more and more of a like unnecessary web. So really, we just need to continue to ignore them and not listen. 
Absolutely. Welcome from Virginia. Hello, Angie. Welcome. I got to get this together. Get what together? Anyways, we're going to move right along here. This is one of the worst things that we definitely deal with on a day-to-day basis. The fakes definitely is something we get. Guys, we know. We know. Keep in mind, though, guys, Liz will not message anyone asking for money, for readings, or anything like that. She's booked out two months, and it's been that way since 2020. So she definitely doesn't have time to give away free readings. And do your research, guys. Like, if you go on her website, you can see what she offers. She doesn't offer anything outside of that. So these people are offering 45-minute sessions, 30-minute session, or not even 30 minutes, just 45 and an hour sessions. She doesn't offer those. She also doesn't do readings for donations either, guys. So just remember that. Keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, so basically, once I'm done my workday, I usually have two to three people a week that need to be rebooked for their appointment. Their appointments. Most of the time, they are last minute. So we have to find a spot on the calendar. And basically what ends up happening is the email time slots, I throw them in the calendar so I don't have to spend my re- my reading t- my off time reading people before my day or after my day based on missed appointments. So I put them in those spots. But because I do that, I end up having to do my emails in the evening. Usually right after I'm done my workday, that is what I go into. Once I'm done that, I usually take a dinner break, maybe a few breaks here and there. I start working on the podcast, and since that takes a lot of time to get together, we have to make sure that the episodes are ready to be recorded by Wednesday night, the latest, which means I have to have, I have from Sunday night to Wednesday to do research, channel, write up, and correct and edit. I also give myself off time between Friday night and Sunday so that I can recharge. Um, and I do have some time off, but honestly, depending on the weather, we do TikToks on Saturday and Sunday. Full makeup and hair and everything takes about 15 to 20 videos. Uh, in between hanging out with my friends, Landon and our dogs and everything else in between, it is a lot of work and a lot of changes are in the works. But Liz is no longer going to be as busy anymore. At least that is the hope. <laughs> Definitely the hope. Definitely and the hope. Angie, to and Angie, to answer your question, when only when she is doing her TikTok. So when we go to the park to do the TikTok, she will scroll through the comments and whichever spirit grabs her in those comments, that is when she reads. She does not do it like laying in bed at night or when she's in the middle of her workday because she's already channeling spirits all day. So she's definitely not doing any of that. Anyways, guys, I manage the website and everything everything in relation to the website. Uh, so I'm the one you guys are mostly talking to unless Liz like has to get in there and she will let you guys know like this is Liz. But 99% of the time it's me and I do this all day for her because Liz does readings all day every single day. So my main goal is to make sure I take care of her in every other aspect. And he really, really does. So thank God for Landon because if Landon was not here, Liz would not be able to do what Liz does. <laughs> all right. Our next question was, so does smoking weed help or hinder your abilities? That is a good one. one. And I think I would like. That is a good question. And I'd like you to answer this one. But for me, yes, it definitely opens up my senses and helps pick up on things a little bit easier. For me, it actually is the thing that helps me get through my confidence levels, at least back then it did. 
Um, I can do it without the assistance of marijuana, but I find it helps with more readings. I can do more. So it just kind of brings my back, my level back. So I'm not as drained. I'm not suggesting for people to go out and like get to the like over the top high, just a little weed to help. I can handle a lot because I see I do smoke a lot, but you know, I wouldn't recommend people to go out and do heavy amounts. It's not needed. I do not like meditating because I'm a hyperactive person. I can't sit still and do nothing. Breathing things don't personally help me, but everyone's different. So each person has to find their own way to find the right thing that works for them. I'm able to push myself. I don't like generic ways of readings. I feel like I need more. So I push my energy since I have a lot of it. And basically that is what makes me see the extra things that other psychics and mediums don't necessarily see. I would definitely agree on that. What? This live episode, Lisa, by the way, will be reposted in a few days. It just has to upload from Podbean side, and then we will be posting it. So, yes, it will be available for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So when Liz isn't around, what is Landon's favorite thing to do? Okay, well, basically, I want to answer this because I want to see if I can get it right. Now, my husband and I hate being away from each other. We have had so many moments in our life where we've had to be apart for a while, and he doesn't like it, and neither do I. So if he had to be away from me and, like, he had no way to talk to me, I would say working or sleeping since he hates doing anything else without me. And the working part is to, like, distract him, his mind from being away from me. Now, am I right? Absolutely. You are definitely right. I definitely hate being away from you in every aspect. So I would definitely be working or sleeping or maybe like smoking just so I can like zone out because I'd be extremely bored. You are my main source of energy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Now let's talk about some ghost stuff. What would you say the best ghost experience that the two of us have experienced together would be? Well, that one, well, that one is definitely going to be hard. We definitely have, let's see, we have a few. We definitely have a few. I would say probably the more recent one that we have had, which we went to Fort Henry a few weeks ago, um, and we have talked about this, I believe it was like on the last podcast or the one before that uh, about Fort Henry. We had heard this little girl in the bakery room and I heard it, Liz heard it. We were like, looked at each other like, you heard that, right? Yeah, I heard that. And nobody else heard it. But she was like laughing and like, I say screaming, but I don't mean like screaming in a bad way. It's kind of like that kid scream, you know, when they're laughing and they're just having a good time. And then we also, uh, I heard, which Liz didn't hear, uh, I heard a woman giving, like, instructions for, like, baking. I want to say it was, like, baking bread or something. And she had, like, a French accent. Um, but the little girl was definitely something we both experienced together. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Uh, we both heard her laughing pretty hysterically. Like, and it, I kept hearing the laugh, like, change position. So it was like she would run past us, and I can hear it right by my ear, and then I can hear it further away. And so, like, she was, like, zippity doo dying the whole day, the whole day, the whole time we were there. It was pretty wild. But, yeah, that was definitely something I would agree with uh, with that. Thank you for that, Landon. Um, now, next question for us here is, I heard that you guys live in a haunted place. 
Are you still there? And what are some things that you've encountered while there? Oh, yeah, we definitely live in a haunted place. I want to say that this place was like an old hotel, like way back in the 70s. This building is very old. It's from back then. Um, but the ghosts are definitely not even the scariest thing about this place. So I guess that's lucky for us. But either way, this is all about the ghosts. Well, um, this building, like Landon was saying, is from the 70s. It also has uh, basically been last updated in the 70s as well. <laughs> the first ghost we encountered, he lives here with us. His name is Drew. He died in the late 70s, early 80s. He kind of looks like James Dean. Now, he does smoke like cigarettes a lot outside my window and I can smell it. He wears jeans and boots constantly and makes a lot of noise. He's definitely annoying with his boots. <laughs> he spends a lot of time in the washroom. He likes to smoke in there, too. And he isn't one who messes with the lights, though. I'm unsure of who that one is. They haven't really come forward to talk. But I do know that they do not like or didn't like the people that live downstairs that, re that moved out recently. I also feel one connected to the woman who lives under us. I'm not sure if this person's like a lost love or someone she didn't, you know, get to spend a lot of time with. I feel like if I ever asked her about it, she would be sad. I also don't want anyone here to really know what I do. You never know how they're going to react. And I don't want to bring that to my place of living but it's definitely a good question for sure. Absolutely. The lady downstairs, she is a little old lady and she's so sweet, uh, but you definitely don't know how they would react. And I definitely wouldn't want her to be sad or freak her out in that way. Um, so moving right along, what is the hardest part about working on the podcast for both of us? I guess I'll start this one. I find it hard on how limited I am, I would say. I don't get to really help that much. I do help with the recording, setting everything up. I do post all the videos. I do write all the stuff out uh, on the podcast side, like the name and the little details you guys get. But And I get to help choose the cases, but I don't really get to do the background channeling or anything. I think that's the hardest part for me. Well, we're going to work on that eventually one day, Landon. I can sense that you're going to start doing that stuff with me. Um, I find the part of basically the hardest thing of the podcast is the time crunch. All I want to do every day, all day, is write all these episodes up and get them going. I want to do this as my career. It's my calling. I love it. It's my baby. So the timing, yes, I need more time in a day. Absolutely. There's definitely not enough time in the day. All right. Next question. Are either of you early birds or night owls? Ah, I can answer this one first. I don't like sleeping. In fact, I hate it. If I had the option to never sleep at all, I'll take it. However, I would consider myself a morning person and a night person because I like to wake up early and stay up late. You definitely you definitely do. Yes, you get up so early in the morning, and you also, we do not go to sleep, guys, until like 2, 2.30 in the morning, um, and it takes me about three hours to fall asleep, so maybe even more depends, so like right when I'm falling asleep, she's getting up for the day, and then she's up all day. We do that every day. I, though, hate the sun. 
I'm more like a vampire. I definitely prefer the night. I like it cold and dark. <laughs> and I definitely don't do mornings. Anybody who knows me knows not to bother me in the morning until I'm ready because God help your soul. I am also waiting for Emmett to get that hint. <laughs> right, though? Um, okay. If you could learn something new professionally, Landon, what would it be and why? I would definitely want to do something in relation to either a CSI agent or SVU agent. Uh, just because I am, like, very connected to those things, I love that type of puzzle, like crime scenes, like cleaning crime scenes, looking, investigating, all that stuff. So that would definitely be something right up my alley. SVU, uh, because of my past and the trauma I went through, I want to help other people. So that was that would definitely be something I would like to do. <sighs> this is a tough one for me. Because I really don't know how to answer it because I really don't want any other profession. I feel like basically what I'm capable of is this. And that's the only thing. However, if I had a choice, I would totally be a professional dancer or singer, but I don't have that talent. And if that all fails, I would totally go into acting. I enjoy making people laugh. I love being funny. And when I get going, I can make your snotty grandmother with a stick up her butt laugh. I would definitely agree to that. You definitely, definitely can do Josh that. said, save Liz. <laughs> yes, and definitely night owls. And yes, exactly, Emmett. If you could go back to your teen years, give yourself any advice, what would you tell yourself? Oh, my goodness. I got a lot to say. First of all, I would, like, run in and be like, stop what you're doing. I would scare the shit out of myself, for sure. I would tell myself to leave home earlier than I did. Don't marry the first one. Find the second one sooner. Start my psychic career a hell of a lot earlier. Find my friend Lacey. Move in with her. Send a love letter to little 10-year-old Landon, letting him know that I was going to be his future wife and to find a way to Canada. I'd also tell him I'll wait for him. Now, how creeped out do you think you would be if I did that? I don't think I would be creeped out. I would probably be like, who are you and where are you? But I would probably figure it out. Uh, I definitely would tell my younger self, though, to uh, go to school for something in relation to what I wanted to instead of what I did go to college for. Finish that out. I probably would get myself a tattoo gun and go to tattoo school as well. Uh, I would receive that letter and wait patiently for the next eight years to meet you and get everything that I needed together faster and definitely don't marry my first ex-wife. Don't marry you. <laughs> I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, gosh. Um, Alrighty. What, what are your top five rules in life? Okay. Now, this is number one. Never go backwards. I even do this in Fortnite. So when I'm playing Fortnite, if my husband says there's a gun behind me, I'm not going back to get it. So never go backwards in anything in my life. Second, don't ever eat yellow snow. Three, don't let my past determine my future. Four, never grow up. It's rude and it takes the fun out of life. And five, always find the good in every situation, even if it's shit. My top five rules in life are never lie, never steal, never give up, always have fun, and always keep on learning. <laughs> Emmett, you definitely need to write yourself up one. 
Okay. What things people do, what things that people do that get on your nerves that you usually, you, that you usually, oh my goodness, that you usually don't say out loud. Uh, well, I'll go first. I hate with a passion when people move slow. I used to think Landon was slow. He isn't. He just takes his time making sure he gets it right the first time. But my friend Emmett, oh my God, king of slow. He gets sidetracked. I know I also get sidetracked, but I feel like it's because I have a million things to do in one day. So I forget. But it makes sense for me. For Emmett, no. I definitely agree there. Emmett definitely moves very slow. Um, I don't know, man. You got to move faster than a molasses snake. (laughs) I walk behind him, cussing under my breath, screaming inside, move like Elaine on Seinfeld when she gets stuck in the subway, screaming inside. Take a walk behind Emmett for less than two minutes and you will understand me. I personally don't like when people pretend to be something that they aren't. Is there a celebrity, dead or alive? Who you would like to meet and why? I would say that I would like to meet Tupac. But that's really tough, though. I think he was a cool person, though. I would love to have a conversation with him, and I would love to see, like, some of his songs or lyrics that maybe he didn't get to say in his songs and stuff like that. I think that would be more towards the conversation I'd want. Well, I would meet Sylvia Brown. Not a shock there. I would, and I know we've talked to her in the spiritual world, but I would have liked to speak to her like one-on-one in person alive. I would talk to her basically about my own questions about the afterlife that I don't necessarily understand. And maybe one day I will do an episode on her and I will basically just be starstruck with anyone, honestly. <laughs> Which episode is your favorite so far? I really, really, really like the Notorious B.I.G., but a close second was the Marilyn Monroe episode. I would definitely have to say the uh, Notorious episode was good, and I also liked the Tupac episode. Oh, yeah, Tupac, we cannot discredit that one either. Okay, so tell us a funny story about Landon. Why me? (laughs) Why not you? Oh, this is so hard. I have so many great stories, and it's hard to shuffle through file folders of memories. How about I talk about our first date? Now, you shined here, for sure, especially since you remembered exactly what everyone was wearing, when, and why. So maybe if I miss any gaps, you can fill them in for me. Landon wanted to take me somewhere as a surprise, and of course we had to not be anywhere where I lived because my ex-husband knew everyone, and I always ran into someone I knew in Oshawa because of what I did for a living as well. So we decided to go to Bowmanville, since we didn't really know anyone there. So whenever Landon and I do anything, like little weird things, uh, there's always things that just kind of happen. So we decided to take my car. And when we did, my car suddenly started to make some weird noises. He got out of the car in the parking lot at Costco Plaza and told me that it was like my fan belt. Like he just popped the hood. He's like, he's like fan belt. I'm like, what? I've never had anyone 
that I ever dated in my entire life know anything about cars. So that was like a total turn on. So it was definitely sexy. And I was just blown away by his skills. He told me exactly where to take it, what to do. And I did just that. And fuck, I got it fixed the next day. And he was right. Um, anyways, we decided to take his car and we went to dinner. And of course, we had uh, basically talked and it was really nice. He was holding my hand and touching my arm and all attentive, opening the doors. It was so nice and, and nothing I was used to. I was used to ones basically... I was used to people that were affectionate, but he was like, I have no affection, but he was like fawning over me. He told me he had a surprise for me. He ended up taking me to an escape room and I was scared because the room was called the doll room. And at the time, dolls scared the shit out of me, especially um, little creepy dolls with moving eyes. But I did also love Chucky. He was the only exception to the rule. Anyways, we didn't do much escaping. The people watching us in the room were definitely having fun watching us, but it was so much fun. I have never dated anyone who wanted to kiss me in public, let alone couldn't keep his eyes off me, and it was so nice. He made me feel so special, and it was like every single time we got together, it was like that. And I knew that I wanted to make it more permanent. We had so many mountains to climb, we still do, and so many walls, and still are we're basically here and still appreciate our love so much because of all of this but it's okay we always get through it all i love you sir and i know that you still have this you know reputation and i know some people think you're too blunt but to me you are always just so good to me so i appreciate you more landings in the world need to be there i have never had a question about your loyalty in any capacity Well, it's easy when it's you, and the room was called Doll Island. I think that, you know, it's supposed to be a funny story about me. I think you had to be there to know that it was funny because it was just like our luck. Like, of course, we would go take her car. We didn't want to take my car at the time because I had American plates, uh, So, and I come from New York, so our plates are yellow, so very sore thumbs sticking out when you're driving around anywhere with yellow plates at a place where every plate are like blue and white, like white and blue or white and black. So that was probably the funny thing. But yes, we definitely had to take my car and like hide it in like the back dark alley so that nobody could see any of that. We even, so we went home. I mean, of course, how could I not (laughs) take him back to my place? And I had no beverages in my home in any capacity. I literally brought him a glass of water. (laughs) It was so funny. He was like, thanks. He hates water. Like, he absolutely hates it. I felt so bad. But, yeah, it was funny. Yes, everybody needs a a Landon for sure. It was not even that it was a water. It was because it was tap water, and I hate tap water. I know. We didn't even have water bottles. Like, I was not thinking, clearly. Yes, everybody needs to find a landed dose. Explanation point. Welcome, welcome. The next question for you is right there here. Which is my, where's my question? What is the hardest thing about? We answered that question already. Remember, I double written it? Yes. Sorry, guys. This is the part where we screwed up. <laughs> Double, question was, Double question was written here, guys. All right. If money 
wasn't an issue, where would you go right now? I would go to a big pool of water. I want to be on an island away from people. That's what I want. I would definitely want to go to a medieval castle and explore the shit out of it. That's always been my dream. I want to go to, like, a place where there's just, like, a bunch of them around. And I want to go there looking at everything. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Sometimes it's good, just good to chill and, like, spend time hanging out, enjoying each other. Now, this type of thing can be heavy sometimes, so it's nice to just relax. I hope you enjoyed. We certainly did. We like letting you guys get a chance to see the other stuff. Next week, we will, Next week, we will be covering Duanita Wilkerson. And the, and the following week, we will be covering... Uh, we will be covering Left Eye. Left Eye. Under the VIP exclusive section, guys, of Podbean only. And until next week, guys, stay freaked out. Yes, thank you guys so much for joining this live with us tonight. Uh, we do appreciate it. This episode will be available in a few days once Podbean uh, uploads it. I don't know how long it takes them. It can take them a couple of days sometimes. But thank you guys so, so, so much. And uh, we'll be back. We have some crazy episodes to come. Bye.